And welcome, anime fans. How you guys doing? Right here is your host, Legendary Vash. And down below, we have the two co-hosts, Kendo X Anime. And down below is JB Exclusives from the C4S. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves since it's the first time here without the intro, without Sam the Manga Man. So we got Pat and we got Yin and we got Ken from Studio Maho. Pat, the floor is yours. Who are you? And, you know, explain yourself. Whoa, what's poppin' everybody? It's your boy Pat, a.k.a. the Honorable Gumbo, a.k.a. the Gumbo Goon. Y'all shit thug in. Back here with my family over here in anime lately, holding it down like it's heavy. You know, can't wait to get into it. It's been too long, so uh, I'm going to pass the mic on to Yende so we can get this show cracking. Yes, sir. Uh, Yende Hall here. Um, a.k.a. Obama. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. Uh... <laughs> AKA Kokujin Creates. Uh, I'm the you know co-founder of Studio Maho, the artist, the other creator, the other writer. You ain't the other, you D boy, you D writer. Yeah. I mean, you write too. So I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I writing too. We all be writing. So yeah. Yeah, team, yeah, co-write. Yeah, yeah, work together. He just like me. <laughs> for real. Man, man. He just like me for real. Bro, Ken and you. Oh yeah, uh, it's your boy Matt Cannon, aka Kenpachi Cannon, VP, Molly Studio Maho, uh, editor in chief, writer. I'm the man behind the scenes with everything. You like for real? <laughs> awesome. That's great to hear. So at first, let's start it off slow. Let's start it off chill. How has everyone been? How's the week? How we all doing? <laughs> it's been a long week. Things been going on. So how's everyone feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Oh, for me, man, it's been a long week. Um, <laughs> meetings all week plus working. Um, I looked at um my leg day that my trainer has for me, and I'm like, oh, you must not want me to walk tomorrow. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. Well, you gotta do leg day. You can't skip that. But now, um, aside from that, man, um, it has been nothing short of productive. Um, and a busy week is a good week for me because I, I I like being on the go. If I'm if I'm busy, I'm accomplishing something, and that's that's, that's what I need for my mental health. Yeah, uh, week's been pretty good so far. I'm yeah. trying to. Well, I just did fix my sleep schedule. My sleep schedule's been backwards for the last three to four days. So um, I've been I had some late streams, and that didn't help. So yeah, um, but it's been it's been good so far. Like like Pat said, we got some meetings this week. You know, we uh being productive. So uh can't complain. I was just saying it's been busy week, big big week. We had meetings and stuff. It was all it was all good. That's good. Um up here myself, I just did a electrical engineering, like the most basic stuff. Um it was dope to experience, um, to learn how to wire stuff and how to solder. Um for a guy that's never good at being I've been gentle and very steady. No matter how I say that, it sounds in both ways, how matter you want to put it. Um, <laughs> I, I, that's not my best expertise. And yeah. um, with big hands and big fingers to put small things into, into smaller things, I'm not very good at. So to experience that and to not give up, that's the one thing I'm very proud of. I fail Monday and Tuesday. I fuck up on the one thing I was doing. I messed up and I was getting mad. I was like, shit, I feel like a failure. Like, 
I want to give up. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Let me ask my mentor, like, yo, can I have another one? I feel like I could do better on the next one. I feel like I could you know, have a mission accomplished. And, and it worked. I felt more calm. I was stressed out. I was like, fuck this shit. But I came today to work. I came here and I did it within five hours instead of doing it within, within two work shifts. Mm -hmm. I did it within one work shift and I did it within five hours. But it's trying and error. And the one thing I'm happy, yes, I got it done. But the most important thing, I did not give up. And that's one thing I'm very happy about. That's beautiful, bro. Get down, but don't stay down. Yeah, been good, man. Just grinding away, honestly. Like putting some more work into the website. Just bought uh, a new mic. Um, me and I are about to start this new podcast that I've been wanting to work on for a really long time now. So putting in more work, a lot more work. So like Villains has been doing, um, I'm happy with where Villains is right now. I'm making some changes to the review structure. We're going to be doing some things different going forward. Uh, this Friday, it's going to be all news um, with all the, the Batgirl news, everything going on with Warner Discovery. It's going to be a fun show. But yeah, I'm oh, yeah. excited for some new projects that I'm working on. So doing good. I cannot wait for the Friday show. A lot of people are going to rant, scream, ask Warner <laughs> Brothers what the fuck you are doing. I can't wait for the yep. discussion. It's like, yo, who's really in charge of this? So I just can't wait for all that type of discussion to happen. And how about you, Kendall? Last man, but the best for last. How you doing? This is going to be a fun stream with you saying Ken over and over again. Um, <laughs> but um, I've been pretty good, man. Um, uh, I'm pretty content with just everything that's been going on. Um, me and the Conquer Movement team have been moving through the interviews. Um, we're hoping to drop another one in the morning, although I am trying to premiere and schedule it right now, and the quality looks like it dipped for some reason, so I'm slightly panicking. <laughs> but besides Damn. that, everything's been good. Um, if everyone hasn't had a chance to check out our Zeno Robinson interview, um, that's been well-received by, I think, pretty much a good majority of people will love to get the world's eyes on it because I think uh, especially for us as content creators and just anyone in general it was just like a really necessary conversation especially to hear from the perspective of somebody that is admired in the light that Zeno is admired in so if you haven't checked that out check it out otherwise we here for Pat and the team. We here for for Yin and the team. We here for Ken and the team. We here for 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 Studio Maho. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Breaking. With that being yes, said, that's a beautiful transition. Uh, Pat Yin, we haven't had you guys in five months, so I know a lot has yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys, you guys have said it in the first five ten minutes of the show already. They guys have a lot of meetings. A lot of things have been working behind the scenes. You guys have been improving a lot. So. The, sh the floor is yours, you know, tell us and set the stage. What has been going on the past five months? What has been improving, you know, what new phone calls, what new, a lot of connections they guys have been making, you know, let us know. You know, the beauty about phone calls and connections is sometimes we got to talk about them when the camera not rolling. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't talk about all of them, but uh, you know, we got you. Um, For the last 12 months though, I would, cause I mean, Studio, I don't think people realize like we as Studio Maho just turned a year old, um, July 3rd. Like, you know, we, so we just made a year. Congrats. Um, thank you. Yeah, congrats thank on you, that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, from that year, uh, you know, we transitioned from Team Guy Punch to Studio Maho. It's really been trying to lay the foundation and 
kind of discover what it takes to be a true animation studio. Um, and then again, you know, with that, it's going back to the boring stuff, taking care of the business, the legalities, things of that nature, you know, trademarks, copyrights, all kind of stuff. But um, it, it definitely made us better businessmen. I will say that, you know, like, business to trying to start a corporation, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, those are the things that you, you know, you got to learn, um, even if you don't like them. But along that way, it was really refreshing because we really had the opportunity to expand the team and really fill in, you know, um, a lot of needs, you know, in areas to really help Maho become, you know, a, a well-oiled machine and to really just kind of be self-sufficient. And so um, it's been a bumpy road, but, you know, tis the life of a creator. But I will say that I have no regrets and I've enjoyed these last 12 months every step of the way. And I'm even more excited about the future. From where we started to where we're at now is like where we started to where we ridiculous, at. honestly. Um, I keep telling Pat, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get us a whiteboard yeah, the and, 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 and do a timeline of everything yeah. we've accomplished, so you can like actually see it in, you know, in a visual format. Because just thinking about it and like talking about it is already like, it sounds great, but then like if you really put out, plot it out to points like. Okay, we accomplished this, then we accomplished this, and then like a like few months later, we like we started here and we're all the way over here. Like it's crazy, um, and, and and really just a year. So, um, like I don't think we really thought that, you know, when we first got the whole like Studio Maho idea, that we would be hitting the ground running this fast. We it was just an idea, and then when Blade Titans came out, it was kind of like okay, well now we're Studio Maho because we have more than one series, right? right yeah. And then not even like, how, how long was it before we, we hired Lamar and then like we had mm -hmm. Noah right it after that? A, it was a couple months because, um, you know, we started holding interviews for the um, executive producer positions. And, right. Because um, that was literally last time you guys were here. That was my first show or something. You guys came on and you guys were looking for that 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 role and that uh, that was the debut of like hey we're we're, we're transitioning into the animation yeah. studio side of right. everything yep. so we um we we got serious you know about becoming an animation studio and that was you know that was like the first step you know it was like you know i'm spread thin with my whole and they spread thin with my whole so it was like in order to be a three-headed monster truly like we needed somebody to kind of like man that side of things and you know kind of take the helm and once we found that guy, you know, it's like, all right, like we can get get the ball rolling. And that's when we were able to get out that um the animated logo, you know. And mm -hmm. that was that was kind of like when it became real. Fire. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Fire is beautiful. I, I'm very proud of you guys. Shout out to Noah. Shout out to Noah. But yeah. Yes. They did great so on that. They, they they don't they don't like boast and brag about their stuff like that is fire like if it was me if i did that i'd be oh yeah this is me this is me i'd be all in everybody's face i did this <laughs> that's very humble like, yeah you have you have to go up to me like no man you did this. Like, go tell them yeah. go tell them about yourself yeah. how does it feel like not that it feels as you said that it's more official now like now that you have the animated logo like it feels more that you're closer to where you want to be but not where you actually want to be yet like how does that feel that it's just becoming more surreal like Yen said that 
with you guys' timeline, it's just been so much that's been going on over the past years, but not that it just feels that you guys have actually been moving forward. How does that all feel? I feel like we've always been moving forward. Like, I would randomly tweet it. I would randomly say, we're always working. But, I mean, the hard thing about being a content creator that a lot of people don't get is that people don't always get to see the work that you put in because not everything is there to be seen. You exactly. know, like people don't know the behind the scenes work that it takes to actually pursue your dream and, and to do this thing. You know, all this is the con they see the content you put out. They don't see what goes into actually getting that content ready, you know. Agreed. And so now we've gotten to the point where it's like, all right, well, we can we can consistently drop things for people to see now. So that feels great, you know, but we were always working. You know, it just feels good now that people can see the fruit of your labor. Um, right. you know, that, that's the beauty of it. And it, it's beautiful when people appreciate it as well, you know, um, like Ken was saying, you know, like knowing Lamar, you know, they aren't really, you know, cocky about some of the things that they do, you know, um, even if they were, you know, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that, you know, gas yourself up, but, you know, we had to let them know like, Hey, bro, like you did this and we appreciate you, you know, like mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. my love language is words of affirmation. So I'm always let you know how I feel. You know, so it's just letting you know, like, hey. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Pat was saying, you know, when 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 the the animated logo came out, that was kind of like, yeah, like, you know, it's tangible. It feels like we are in, we can actually call ourselves an animation studio because me and Pat had conversations before about when we started that we were like, okay, we're we're kind of still in the transition phase. We're not we call ourselves an animation studio, but we have no animation. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, are we really an animation studio yet? Mm-hmm. Now we can, we can officially say, you know, yes, we are an animation studio. And even like, we have some stuff we can't even talk about, you know, yeah. um, like I'm, one thing that we can talk about. If you want to tease to, or drop an extent some is, leaks, it's fine. Yeah. One thing that we can talk about is that we are working on getting some, animation created in-house by our animators um that is god punch related kind of you know to 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 get something out there you know to show y'all hey you know this is what the studio is capable of um and we can also use it you know to pitch and 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 stuff like that so um yeah we will be we'll have more to say on that when we're we get a little bit closer to announcing some things regarding that but um yeah, we are working on that. And then we have something else that we can't even talk about that kind of just dropped out of nowhere. Um, and and it turned into a, you know, a, basically a job. So um, All the good stuff we got to talk about off camera. Exactly. It's like like we can get into more detail off camera. We can't of talk course, about that. We'll definitely know camera. that. But um, it's like but always yeah. we have. Yes, as always. So um, but yeah, the animation studio by itself has has grown like exponentially as far as progress wise uh as member wise it's still the same team Uh, yeah we haven't added anybody else yet because um we want to allow the people we already have to kind of grow themselves and and build a synergy between them so uh before we add anybody else and kind of you know mix it up so establishing a work culture exactly so um speaking of uh you know, your work culture and your team and your environment. Uh, I've told you guys this several times online, but again, I really, I really appreciate the way you guys present your team 
uh, outwards to the public. Um, that's I think that's so important in very in various aspects, especially when you're going out to these um, conventions, which we'll get into a little bit. But different to last time that you guys were here, we've got Ken. So Ken, can you can you tell us a little bit more about like the way that you contribute or the way that you feel that you are like the the representative of the things uh, we was getting a little bit of the backstory <laughs> behind the scenes but you know i think the other the people are looking are also like you know yeah i can't i, I don't know but y'all i've been seeing ken on the timeline you know yeah. i'm just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I saw that man that man got kenpachi in his name i want to know what's going on with him. <laughs> yeah man no, you know um but yeah um with me i'm just we um part of the writing team editing so like when patrick sends up four or five o'clock in the morning he sends me a, a chapter he's written I look over it, half sleep, and we just go back and forth. Got a good, you know, repertoire of us writing, and a lot of the, a lot of the times, um, we're just a, a team, a family. So uh, I'm part of the writing. Uh, we have Duke. Uh, Y'all probably seen him too. Duke and Terrence, the writing team. We just, and um, like they said, Lamar and Noah, and then we have we have a, a whole bunch of, you know, Daphne. She's the PR. Um, we, we vanity of East Coast representative, uh, tech people, CJ, uh, Dez, uh, I don't know. Can I say it's, 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 you you know your team has grown a lot when you when you have to like think about who all is on the team. Yeah, Cause, cause Damn, that's, 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 that's rough, right? Because I'd be like, I don't know how many times I've been told Pat like. Do we really have how many people do we have on our team? Like it's 17, it's 17, it's 17, now. now. It's 17 now. Great. That's what's up, man. That's props. What five? Four. No, we started with four. Or four. Four, four of us. Yeah. And then we just we just grew from there. I remember uh, when we first went to New Anime NYC in New York. Mm-hmm. I think that was like that was when we got like seven of us. I want to say, yeah, yeah that first like, year, 2019, we came together like the Avengers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Age of Ultron, you know, that was like dream kind of right there. You yeah. put it all together, you know. <laughs> and then, so, but um, like I said, I have I have mostly with the writing and a little behind the scenes stuff that you know we can't really talk about. But there's no big big things coming. Big things coming. Yes. <laughs> all right. So but, one of my one of my questions huh. that I had, if you don't mind me sticking a question in there for you guys, um, is like, can you guys can you guys to to any extent, not not super detailed or anything. Uh, the in regards to like, uh, so I I understand the dynamic of who is writing which series, but um, what you can talking about just like writing and editing and stuff, is there a process for storyboarding that you guys feel that is probably unique to the way that you guys do things? Is that something that you guys could kind of talk about or think about? Um, Typically, storyboarding is <laughs> whenever me <laughs> whenever me and the end a storyboard, it is we're gonna be up for a while. Um. So pretty much like me and Ian Day will get on the phone um, and we'll pull up, you know, the Google Doc, you know, with the chapters that I've written and we'll probably try and do like one or two chapters. But like he'll do it and, you know, he'll be sharing, you know, um, he'll like share, you know, whatever he storyboards with me pretty much while I talk to him and keep him up. But it's like another way for us to edit and kind of get like, um, I guess, the idea of a page count. Um you know, when we did the first chapter, it's like, all right, we're looking at this many pages. But then, like, when we started drawing, I was like, well, actually, we looked at about five to six more. And although it might not seem like much, when he's the only artist that's drawing, shading, inking, that's actually quite a bit, you know? Um, 
so this way it's 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 better for us as far as like planning wise and then on top of that like we're also trying to uh prepare for the first full volume like hardback volume like like a traditional manga and so that's easier on me and the writing team as well because you know it's giving us an idea of like how many pages we're looking at just in case like you know we get you know we decide to reach out to the publisher and they ask you know, because like once you start trying to, you know, get into the industry, you know, they ask all those little nitpicky things. And, you know, it's just great to know that. But the process of storyboarding, it's tedious, but it's cool to kind of see it come to life, you know, just in a in, 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 a, in a smaller way before he really, you know, does the detail for it. Yeah, because I used to um, I used to I used to not really storyboard. I know that's Ooh. like that's like a that's like a sin, right? To not storyboard. <laughs> But um, I used to, dog in the art, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, basically. So what I used to do was um, I would go over the, the script with Patrick, like you said. Um, I would basically we'd be I'd be editing basically in my head, but I would tell him like, okay, this is where you need to cut this page. We need to put these panels on the next page, and that's why we would end up adding pages is because I'm creating the flow in my head as I'm reading it. And then I would just immediately translate that to the sketch instead of basically skip the storyboarding, like actually like create a real storyboard and be storyboarding in my head and not have it on paper. So, um, but lately I have been doing some storyboarding. Um, I did a little bit for chapter four um, that we were working on. Uh, chapter four ended up being way longer than, what was the original page count for chapter four? Wasn't it like, 26 or something like that 26 it was, 20, it was like 26. 26 yeah so that chapter is now 40 pages long wow so basically well okay so to be <laughs> I fair like this it's fine we the went, more the so, merrier. yeah so to be to be fair we went over the chapter and we applied a lot of the things that we learned yeah when, when we met with somebody that we can't talk about um, who gave us some insight, basically, um, from from Viz. So uh, as to as far as like, here's some tips to really get that authenticity of of manga and 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 the flow of how the artwork should flow throughout and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So we applied that to chapter four, and doing that made us realize like, okay, we really like we need to let the content breathe a little bit. Like we have a lot of dialogue, a lot of descriptions. We need to let the artwork kind of have its own space too on the page, you know, because yeah. sometimes we try to put so many panels on a page that there's just a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just, when you read a manga, you notice that some, some pages may only have two panels on them. And it's just because they want to let the artwork tell its own story as well. So um, when you have a lot of dialogue, you end up like Togashi sometimes where it's 90% <laughs> dialogue and 10% art on the page. And that's no shade to Togashi, but you know how he writes sometimes. So, yeah. um, I wouldn't know. What, I was gonna say that's what Fawn Lau uh, told us as well. She's the um, executive, um, not the executive, she's the um, editor in chief. I'm sorry, Biz yeah. Media. Um, you know, she she really schooled both of us and me. You know, just kind of like, okay, you know, this is what separates Japanese manga from American comics. You know, and so it's trying to, you know, make sure that we write and illustrate more in line with the former versus the latter since we're doing a manga inspired series. So that's kind of why I like the, the chapter is so long because, you know, we we were told be a mangaka, don't cosplay as one. 
you know. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yo, uh, that, that's what we were told verbatim. We, we really got our, we really got our feelings hurt on that phone call. <laughs> but, yeah, fair, like, fair but it was no needed feelings, though. Right? It was, it was yeah, good. we needed it. Yeah, it was exactly. like his character development. You know, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that you guys had the positive out of it because most people will feel hurt like for a week and feel like, damn, I felt like they're yeah. just scooters. But I love how you guys saw the positive out of it and took the outcome of what you guys from, had from that conversation and learned from them because most people will take some time to learn from what they heard in that phone call. Yeah, you know? like I think that for us, um, that you was... Get out the mud. Yeah, that was really when we... Um, that was really when Maho went quiet at the Anime NYC. Um, and the reason that we did that, we kind of, I'm not going to say we kind of good at Maho, but it was like, okay, we have to work on the foundation of what it means to actually do a manga or a manga-inspired series. You know, um, and I, did, I personally, I didn't want to release anything. And I think the end, it was on the same page as well. But we were just like, all right, like, let's go back see what we've done and see what we can fix. So, like, when we drop, like, the volume, like, you're about to see, like... going to be... Yeah, like, it, it, the goal is different. to make it feel, like, more, you know, like, like an actual manga. Um, That's great. But, I mean, we... I've went back and I've redone chapter one. I scrapped every single God Punch chapter I wrote. Uh, I had written, like, 50-plus chapters. I scrapped every single one. I was like, okay, I could be better. Yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, you sent us, I think, up to chapter 16, I believe. We sent in the email. I had, 50, like, I had like 54 chapters. Yeah, and you sent us a bit, like, chunk that you already felt that you could share with us. And I, I believe you sent us at least eight chapters or at least 16 or so. And mm-hmm. I believe it was something, like, long ago. I can't wait to see years from now where, where chapter 8 and where chapter 16 is. And then compared to what we have the old version of, it, like, yeah. wow, that has a huge difference. Yeah, the goal, honestly, uh, you know, we say we want to try and get the, the volume out by my birthday, huh? Yeah, which is yeah, Fe- so February the, next year. Oh, we want to try and get the volume out for February. Hey, my birthday in February, too. I'll take all of those birthday blessings. Hey, we got you. <laughs> I have my anniversary birthday in February. So oh, I think that's everybody got something going on. Okay, yeah. February, good money. You know, James, my, you cousin, good money. my cousin, sister friend got married in February. <laughs> <laughs> Mia's birthday is in yeah. <laughs> There you go. Look at that. It just works out perfectly. But, but uh, Ken, real quick, I did have a, a question for you. Um, What's the best part about working with Pat and Ian? Like, what about them motivates you to want to be a part of this team and be a part of the future of Studio Maho? Their ambition, man. They um, they really get get after it, uh, which is crazy because they're like total opposites. You got Yin and Yang right there. Yin is calm, level headed, you know, real, I guess, politician, you know, wise. And then you have Gumbo Food right there. <laughs> they're the opposite, but they they work perfect together, and it's it's a it's a refreshing, you know, um, experience because you know, like I said, I've been there from the start from. When it was just Patrick, you know, idea of God Punch and, you know, him coming to me, hey, cousin, I got this. I want to write, you know, I want to write. I, I have a passion. And we've been doing that since we were young. Like, I remember him coming over to my house and we would do like one piece fan fiction off the top of our head together. And just that, you know, that type of, that passion right there that he's always had, he puts it behind, you know, 
my hoes. He gets tunnel vision sometimes, so I got to, you know, keep him on track. But and he is the same way. Like, mm-hmm. he ends up to 4 a.m. drawing, you know. He has commissions, put commissions off to go draw and stuff. So it's the, really the passion and the ambition. And, you know, that makes you want to follow them. Like, run through a brick wall for them because you know, like, they're going to be right behind you or right in front of you if you do. And that, that, that's like, that right there is one of the main reasons why I'm still here. You know, it's the the dream is you see the vision, the passion. You know, like I said, we get, we got it, really got it out the mud, and it's just now seeing like the fruits of our labor over time, and see where it can go eventually. Why why why, why would I be anywhere else? <laughs> um, Ken, I would like to add, I would like to add with that question as well because. You, you've been Pat. You've been with Pat since since the beginning. I think mm-hmm. Pat since since 2015, right? Of when you had that mm-hmm. day and everything else. How has it been to see the growth of 2015 to where he is now? Like, people, you said that they're passionate, he's driven, everything. But of where, but of where's your shoe? Like, how is it from your perspective seeing all this growth from 2015 to now 2022? It's been surreal because, like, it was some points where, like, you really wanted to, like, give up or, like, you didn't think we would be where we at now. So, like, seeing it and actually, like, living through it and seeing it from, the like, the very first picture, again, they drew the, the guy cover, the guy punch cover. And, like, basically me and Patrick had to beg him <laughs> to come along at first. I <laughs> don't forgive you for that either again. But, uh... <laughs> Like, and so, you know, looking for artists and then finding in and then, you know, meeting, you, sometimes you, I, sometimes I feel like I'm dreaming a little bit because, like, who would know, you know, a year into it, with have boosted NMA NYC, DreamCon, selling stuff. Um, like, I, I, so I, I really can't believe it sometimes. And it's, Seeing the growth from where we, you know, where we was playing copies out the back of our trunk to, you know, establishing booths, you know, on podcasts such as yours, it's surreal, it's unbelievable. But but it's only the beginning, and we're gonna keep going and keep getting bigger and better. I have one more question about this idea of how you and him are also family. I know, mm-hmm. is it um, how's that working, Ryan? Man, like you work. We were friends. It's hard sometimes because you know you have friends, but then when you add the extra layer when you're family, is it hard sometimes to communicate to feel like you know, or are you guys working together, being bossed around, stuff like that? Like how is that communication relationship? You're trying to build this brand, and it's just that's that's a a good thing. But um, with 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 it with him being my cousin, I kind of know him, so a lot of stuff. <laughs> Like if he's irritated about something, you know, I kind of already know why. And we, you have to, you have to understand. You know, he's the the leader, the founder, uh, the CEO. So, you know, yes, that's my cousin and all, but at the end of the day, like it's, you know, Free Model is his brand. So you have to respect that, and vice versa. Like if I can't respect his decision, or you know, the way he's running by his business, family or not, I would. I, I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be about it. And I think, you know, that's just kind of how we was raised. Uh, 
like I said, I, like I, I know him like the back of my hand. So, and he knows the same way. So, if some if some like bother him about it, you know, I'm pretty sure he comes running, telling me, and we talk about it. You know, and ultimately his it's ultimately it's his decision at the end. But like I said, it's kind of I kind of look at it like you know when <laughs> when Zoro I don't know if I'm spoiling it for anybody, but you know when Zoro came to Luffy about uh, Usopp and. Like Luffy had to make a decision about Usopp, you know, in a crew with the with the um, going go Mary, and so if if I can't if you, if you make decisions that I can't respect it, I'm I'm like Zoro, like, are you my captain, really? So, and That's like right. I said, this all this all it really is over the years with you know build that repertoire, and like I said, we we go hand in hand. Like I said, he, a lot of times he know what I'm gonna say before he says, and I it's the same. I know what he's going to say. That's great. And that's a nice reference to Zoro. That's a goal right there. So it, it <laughs> just works That's well. my go-to. That's my go-to. Cool. <laughs> I was going to ask, um, since Pat and Yen, you guys brought up about Khan, you know, DreamCon, everything else. How did it feel, Pat, you not being part of DreamCon this year, and you said that your team was there, and then how did it feel overall? And you said something behind the scenes that, that you guys made the most money you guys ever had. How does that feel being not being part, but also knowing that your team, you know, did so well without you? Um, it's beautiful. Um, just knowing that my whole is self-sufficient, you know, like it doesn't need me to function now, you know, like I don't have to be there. Um, I will say, you know what I'm saying, like when they went to DreamCon, you know what I'm saying, without me, you know, of course it was a trust exercise because it was the first time, you know, that they ever went to a convention without me. Um, but when I heard like all the good news and like how we were being received and, you know, like the connections we were making and how we were killing it at the booth, it was like, um, it was beautiful. Like, if I got to equate it to, you know, because, uh, you know, we, we love equating shit to One Piece. Um, <laughs> if we got to do it, it was like when Luffy let Sanji uh, take the Sunny to Zoo uh, while he stayed at Dressrosa to uh, to finish off Dofi. Like, that was what it was like. It was like, okay, like, you got it. You know, well, y'all got it, you know. Um, so just knowing that, like, you know, I, I, I could trust y'all, you know what I'm saying, to drive the boat and not crash it, you know, like, it, it makes me sleep at night. But it's also a testament to what we've built as a company, you know, um, because now it doesn't need me to function. Maho is bigger than all of us. And that's, you know, what I wanted. Um, I was going to hit you with that quote. But like I said, you, you know, you, you ain't watching Hunter Hunter, you know. Okay. Go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and drop the quote. He yeah, if you don't say the quote, I'm not going to remember until like five more Dude. months. I'll get to it. I told you. Give me five months. I will watch Hunter by then. Five months. I'll watch it um, at least more than half. Do it for the listeners too. They gonna they gonna catch it. They 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 catch it. Right. Yeah. Look, if you want to say it, I put the headphones out while you say it, so I don't hey. get spoiled. <laughs> you can't get spoiled on something you're never gonna watch. It's fine. <laughs> no, have faith. Hey, Patrick said that he has faith in his team. Have faith in me. I got the quote pulled up. So, so this was this was how I felt like watching them in my thought, right? Quote said, I'm the head and you are the legs of the spider. Natural law dictates that the legs blindly follow the head. 
However, this simply represents a chain of command. It doesn't apply to my life or death. If I happen to die, one of you can replace me. And there may come a time when a leg has more importance than the head. Make the right call. My orders are top priority. However, I am not your top priority. Our goal is to not keep an individual alive, but the spider. Can't lie. Dope line, Ooh. even though I don't know who said it, but dope line. <laughs> <laughs> dope line. Maybe, like, maybe one day you'll get there. Maybe one day. Yeah, we'll one appreciate day. it. Yeah. When, you, when you get to the best arc of one of the, the greatest series of all time, you know, you'll... <laughs> It'll, it'll all make sense eventually. Hey, it's just like our boy Luffy has said that he'll one day find the One Piece. You guys gotta believe that one, one day, day that's will... <laughs> Yes, one day I will watch Hunter Hunter. I will watch it. I will get to it, be... and I'll Hunter, be like, Hunter I made it. One Piece is wild, actually. So yeah, so, tw- <laughs> so, so twenty years because Luffy's what, been the... looking for it for like yeah. twenty mm-hmm. years. Yes. Okay. Well, technically, right, has been twenty-three years, but he didn't even hit. He didn't even hit. But look, but hold up, but hold up, it James. Worse for you, but hold up, James. But hold up. If you want to think in the actual storyline, he's been doing it for two years. Well, and we're not months. talking about the actual storyline. So technically, I, I said I was gonna watch it two years ago. Gosh, you're, not, so you're not even maybe, at the grand maybe. line yet. Like you, like we need you to get somewhere. Can you get to Skypea at least? Can you get somewhere? I'll get there. But nice line, Pat. That is. Very powerful, very beautiful, even though I don't know who said it, but still it's very strong and I can resonate to what the quote is on his own. Um any any other thoughts on the question? At the end of it, you can take off. Yep, I was gonna ask you like how did it feel to not have Pat on a con? Because I know a with DreamCon is a big con. You have a lot of people um there, a lot of influencers. Voice actors, a lot of people, they get connections. How did it feel having that Pat? Were you nervous or you just had it down, your team and everything? How did it feel? Um, I wouldn't say I was nervous. I mean, it was definitely weird at first because it's like I was tech, I was basically in charge. So um, I actually had to like fall into my role of co-founder to an extent. So um, that was an experience. But honestly, um, it, it was reminiscent of when the team left on Sunday at Anime NYC for the first time, and, and, and when we went 2019, uh, and I was by myself um, for the remainder of the day of the con. I basically was there by myself, uh, and then I went to an after party by myself. Um, it was at OS uh, in NYC, and um, I was just there making connections, like just talking to people, you know, like spreading the brand as, as we did when we were at like Anime Fest and stuff. When we were together, I was basically just doing the same thing by myself. So the mission didn't change. You know, it was just, I didn't have Pat there. So I was having to be extra, you know, um, sociable to, uh, the, you know, the people that were there and, and, and make those connections myself. But also, at DreamCon, we had the whole team, so it wasn't just me. So I, we could delegate those roles to other people, and uh, and they were making connections on their own. So, you know, um, I definitely wish he was there, and I'm, I'm, you know, he'll be there next year. But uh, we 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 did we did great, and I'm, I was very proud of how how the team did as a whole. So everything happens for a reason, man. Everything happens for a reason. I, I never walk past that table and there wasn't at least two different sets of conversations going on that that's real that's talk like it, I, there was at least two different 
people were stopping and asking questions. People wanted to take pictures. I, I think I even walked past someone asking about cosplaying one of the characters. I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I, I just, it was, a, it was a good time. And like, you know, Yin can attest to, we was running around. We was in and out of different hallways and spaces. And yes. it, like I said, it was just, it was a lot to see. But like I said, it's, it's, I'm really proud of you guys. Um, and, and the way, you know, shout out to everybody, you know, even to the last day, even on, on packing up hours, everyone was still crowded around Maho's table, you know, uh, passed by a couple of times. I seen Duke and Ken and everybody doing their thing over there. So it's like, it was it was constantly this this vibe of feeling like you could you could walk up to somebody and get that story and it felt good about that and I felt the same way too because I like I was looking for you guys at um at Anime NYC and I walk up and we had a, a dope conversation with Duke and them and I was just like it it just was like that but bigger right it was just like there was more people there was more energy um a, a lot of supporters you know and it was this thing where it's like you know we talked about it in like various spaces where it's like you got all of these other content creators and stuff that's like, dang, yeah, we've been hearing about you. So people was like really trying to walk up and, and you know, catch this moment, catch that moment. So uh, like I said, kudos to y'all. I was happy to steal. I, I caught you in the hallway and stole him for interview. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was, it was a great experience. I'm, I'm very happy with how the, how the con went. So. I was um, uh, what do you say? Um, completely. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you just say no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. No, I was saying uh, I'm I'm completely satisfied with this one, man. Um, Anime NYC was uh, it was funny because like that was the first kind that you know we ever had a booth at, and like man, you you got thrown into the fire, you know, like yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's you know one of the biggest cons in the nation. Um, but you know you sink or swim, and you know we were able to you know carry that experience over to you know. Anime here at DreamCon. We're gonna be at Anime Houston with next weekend, you know? Um that is weekend. next weekend. Yeah, yeah next yeah. week we're going to Anime Houston. Um so you know what I'm saying? It's, it's beautiful to, to see, you know, us going from you know trapping books out the backpack at conventions, you know what I'm saying? To like actually having a booth and you know what I'm saying, like being able to do this legally, you know, um actually being acknowledged for the hard work that you're putting in. Um That's beautiful. It's, it's, it's beautiful it's humbling and I, I'm, I'm happy i'm i'm never more alive than when i am when i'm doing work for my you know i agree i could understand from that the same with me with anime lately so i can understand that 100 percent. james you was gonna say something as well no yeah yeah i feel that completely but i just wanted to piggyback off of what uh kendall was saying like just to pitch it to all three of you guys like what was one of your most memorable memorable moments of like talking to people at DreamCon or like at a different con, like someone who was maybe like following God Punch or following Blade Titans and came up to the booth, or someone that didn't know anything about it was that was just really interested by seeing the art that you guys have up at the booth, like seeing people talking to you guys and seeing how passionate you are about it. So, can you think of any like really cool memorable moments? For me, um. Uh, yeah, after we had after Anime NYC, didn't we have that conversation before Frontier? Uh, I think it was before we went to Frontier, if I'm not mistaken. Which one? Because you know the we one, talk about a lot of stuff. The one that we can't talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. all right, okay, I thought so. So, Anime NYC, like it was fun, it was draining, and then you know oh. we got that phone call. Um, and I remember, it, I think, yeah, yeah, it, 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 
it, it kind of knocked the wind out of us, honestly. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that we weren't sad or discouraged. You know, like, you know, we pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps, you know, but it it, it was definitely a blow to us, you know. Um, and then we go to Anime Frontier in Fort Worth. And we got a booth. And it's a sister convention of Anime NYC, but it's a lot smaller and cheaper. Um, so we're sitting at the booth, me and Yende, and we're just cooling, you know, businesses here and there. And um, these little kids, they come up to this, this black family. And like one of the little boys was like, hey, I read this before. Percy, my favorite character. And I'm like, yo, what? And he's like, yo, like I read this like on Webtoon. And I'm like, all right, okay. And so like his aunt, you know, she had him and like they bought a bunch of stuff at the table and then like this family, they were cosplaying as like um, different versions of Naruto. So I had like the little girl, she was dressed as like, you know, you know, uh, Chuni Naruto, I mean, Guinea Naruto. And, you know, mom, she was just like time skip Naruto and dad was was Hokage Naruto. Uh-huh. And like mom stopped at the table and she's like, look, she looks just like you. And she was pointing at, you know, one of the Sylvia stickers. And like they just bought up the whole table and it kind of reignited my fire. And it was like, remember, like, this is one of the reasons that you started this shit. The representation, you know, to give kids characters that look like them, you know, um, and that was that was a moment that's gonna stick with me, you know. Um, no matter how big we get, no matter how far along we are, like that was a moment right there that was like, okay, like it's it's reaching the the, the audience that it's supposed to, you know, it's inspiring the people that it's supposed to, it's touching the youth, and you know, like Asuma Sensei says, protect the king. And it's it's doing just that. And that was the moment right there that like, I was tired, but I'm like, it's worth it. Like we can get back into this. Yeah, that almost was... made me tear up, dude. Like that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, like I, I've told you guys a million times and I'll, I'll be a broken record until the day I die. Like your story is so inspirational to me. I've been watching anime for half my life and there are no characters like us. So for you guys to be on the frontier of doing this, it really, really means a lot. So thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank Are you. Trying, yeah. oh, of course, of course. Thank you for having us. Yeah, definitely that. Um, oh, Ken, you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I go. Uh, that same convention. Uh, <laughs> this, this is, it's not as, as inspirational, it's more funny. So that same convention. That Some anime NYC? About, no, no, um, the, the next one. I think it was Frontier. Okay. Uh, anime Frontier? Yeah, Anime Frontier. So I didn't get them a chance to make that one. Um, but the the I think a day or two afterwards, I'm walking, uh, I stay in an apartment complex. I'm walking down my apartment complex. I got a guy punch hoodie on. And my neighbor, I don't like this neighbor at all. Uh like I, I have my dog piss in front of his door. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like his yeah, he, he's he's been like no complaints and stuff like that. I don't like him at all. But he came up to me, he's like, hey. Oh, uh, God Punch. I, I just came from uh, Anime Frontier. Oh, uh, you know, I bought three of your books, man. The story's amazing. Uh, like, I really, how do you know about this? I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, my cousin writes this. Like, I'm part of Studio Maho. Oh, uh, God Punch, you know, I'm, you go to the website, you see my name right there. What? Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, man, you know. And he wanted me to sign a book that I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't like you. Why did you want me to sign a book? <laughs> But you know, you know, oh, thank you, man. You know, and he he, he went on with the same speech, like you know, it, you know, I see Percy, 
I see your characters, you know, they're like me, that they look like me. And, you know, it, it's just amazing. Like I was going around different booths and stuff. And, you know, when I saw that one, it, it like really hit me and connected to me. And, and uh, you know, that's that's what it, you, when you when you hear stuff like that about, you know, your story and, you know, what you putting out there. And now that we're about to do animation, you know, put that out there where people can, you know, watch it. Not, not listen or just look in and read it, you know, the, the manga, but when they can actually watch it and hear, hear a person's story, see a person's story, and see that, you know, there are, you know, black stories out there, you know, diverse stories, diverse characters out there that has a voice that you can hear yourself, you know. So when you hear that type of stuff, um, at DreamCon, the second one, um, Cleo Thomas came to the table and he brought his, his own younger sister with mm -hmm. him, you know, and, you know, it's Cleo Thomas, you know, he, he comes up to you like, yeah, I, I mean, I, God, but I heard that before, I seen it before, I read it, I was like, whoa, for real, like, okay, it's, you know, I guess, you know, we got a little, you know, little noise, and so his, his um, younger sister is an artist, and she shows, like, some amazing artwork, you, you remember the, um, the artwork, yeah, that she, mm -hmm. that she put out, it was pretty good, like, I was on uh, higher there, you know, right then and there. Yeah. She would have let me, but, um, and like, you know, she she looking at the art and stuff and seeing, you know, black characters, uh, uh, you know, all type of, you know, faces and stuff and seeing it and just that type of experience. People come and, um, hey, you can cosplay as this person. Like, that's one of the, the biggest things that I love seeing. Like, hey, I can cosplay as this person. I got the braid, I got the, the fro, oh, I, I look just like this person. It'll be easy. And you know, with the whole backlash of like black cosplayers and stuff, like not cos, you know, you should only cosplay as, you know, black characters, but like, if we had more black characters out there, you that would be, you know, a positive thing to see. And that's, that's, that's the goal. So I love when they come by the table like, oh, yeah, I can cosplay yourself. I got the look, I got this jacket. And Duke gloves and say like, well, next time I need you to see, I need you to be on um, Sylvia. Next time I need you to be here. <laughs> and now, like, yeah, we do. And then I'm, I'm still waiting on seeing some, but that that when whenever somebody comes up to our table as Dr. Sylvia, I will probably lose. I'll probably lose it. Probably <laughs> yeah. We had we've we've had one person um cosplay as Sylvia, and that was uh oh, the, the lady it. from 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 Anime T. Um and, and she posted it on Instagram. That was like when we first started, though. Yeah, that was like yeah, that was yeah. probably was in 2019. She was, yeah, she wow. was food, right? She had the she had the the no, she had the jacket on. Oh, she had the jacket. Oh, I so she had a black jacket. So I, mm. I have to look at it. It might it might be uh, it might be under the hashtags on Instagram. We might, might okay. be able to find it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Yay, hey, man! Like that's the first time somebody's ever cosplayed <laughs> anything that I've drawn. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so cool." You know, so um, that was cool. But um, yeah, I, to go off of the, the DreamCon experience, um, I have two things. So one was um, I, I ran into Berlizzi by accident. You know, that man has like like a crowd behind him at the con everywhere he was walking. So it was hard to like get him to just stop and be like, hey, what's up, man? Like for five seconds, five seconds, like he was always on the move. So uh, we caught him by accident because he was talking to somebody else in the press room hall, which is, you know, disconnected from the rest of the con. So there's like nobody walking back there. Um, and we ran into him and I just was like, hey, man, you remember um, 
I told you I'm from Studio Maho. I told you to come by our table, like on your stream, like probably like three weeks ago. You know, like he, you know, he has like eight thousand plus people on the stream. I did not expect him to actually remember. Oh, that's that, dope. That that I said that. I mean, I did the little like, like he read it on stream out loud, but I didn't actually think that he would remember amongst all those people that were watching. So yeah, that was that was cool. And you know, I, I think uh, Daphne said she got him a book. Um, yeah, she uh, got him. A book. While, while I was not there, I don't. I think I was probably in an interview. With him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But uh, so that that was cool. And I was like, okay, so like you know, somebody rem- remembered three weeks ago mm-hmm. that, was, that was a good experience so um and then the second thing that i had that was really cool and i told patrick this um i had a guy come to our table i think on friday and bought a blade titan book and uh the next day he had read it overnight and came back to the table talking about where is chapter two and i was like i mean it's coming i just yeah, like, yeah, hey, you know, stay tuned. I have like eight other more series, but stay tuned for chapter two. Maybe right, like, like a I, year from now. I told her, I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's it's coming, man. Like sometime, you know, within the next few months, I'm I'm, I'm gonna try and crank it out. But that was just like a cool experience that he, he like bought it one day, went home, read it, came back the next day, and was like, hey, man, where's chapter two? I need. Well, I ain't got none of them chapter tools at your table. <laughs> right, he'll oh, like, I need some. You gotta wait, old boy. It's coming though, you know. Like, yeah, especially especially with the way that the first chapter ends it's like it's just yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. like let's we're getting into the shit like this we love we love league of like let's go like yeah, that yeah, is yeah. one of the series that gives like there's a few series i will say that gives a good cliffhanger mm-hmm. example in anime the promise neverland first episode is like yeah. yo that's a jaw dropping mm-hmm. blade titans jaw dropping like wait what you're just gonna end it like that yeah like mm-hmm. just it's just yeah, blue we, balls on. They're like, we, we no. Talking yeah. about, we talking about cosplays, but on when you going when you gonna release some figures for me, my brother. <laughs> hey, <laughs> look. I, you go ahead and go ahead and slide in and, and, and give me that official uh studio Maha Maho X Gumpla uh collab is what hey, I'm out looking for. Hey, hey, yo. I'm trying to get that, at, uh, that master grade. <laughs> we actually been looking at Funkos, um, trying to get yeah, trying to get a Funko made. Um since we released Mago, our um our mascot, Studio Maho mascot, we've got some requests for some plushies too. Yes, so, please. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's something. Um, when we get a little time, you know, we might try and like see, you know, like there a company we could work with, maybe contract with, you know, sign some paperwork with, so we can start getting, you know, like kind of like you know more of that merch out aside from like the clothes and then you know keychains, pins, and things of that nature. Cause I think you know, I think you know, Funkos and you know those, you know, plushies and things the like snacks that. Snacks with my whole munchie. No, my whole munchie. <laughs> Get some snacks. My whole, be like proud snacks. My whole munchie. Yeah, my whole munchie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, we are we we have been looking into the Funkos. Um, right now, you know, one step at a time. Um, we're working. We just uh just uh, formed our clothing department as well. Um, trying to get the, you know the, the the clothing line going, you know, Yende form punch, um, and so you know we really want to get that off the ground as well. You know, I know he spread thing, you know, so we brought some people on that could kind of help him with that, you know, um, so really could supervise while they do a lot of the lead work. Um, so yeah, just just one thing at a time. Don't, don't worry, we're gonna get to the toys. Don't don't you worry, we we're gonna get to the toys. Um, but you know, we're just trying to take it one step at a time right now. 
that um, really would be legendary though literally if i could piece to piece together my own my own gumpla of, of get you like a, saying, like, that, a, that's, like a shane blue gumpla you know what i'm saying <laughs> dragon yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i liked it i liked it i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait you're not the first person to ask if we'll ever do um you know, like, like, like Gundam, like, Gundam yeah, yeah. you know, like, but, but for the Titans. Yeah, for the Titans. Uh, yeah, that would yeah, be cool. yeah, we're definitely, that, that is 100% on the radar as mm-hmm. far as when we get to that point. And also, um, the, the, the swords, we'll probably have replicas of the swords. Yeah, we're well. definitely want the swords. So, yeah. They gave me a great idea. We should do keychains for like the different swords that we, oops, my bad. <laughs> down the line, <laughs> down the line. Usually the line. it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Patrick. Usually, no, 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 but it's okay. Yo, because... kind of like, yo, yo, Yen, I got these ideas. Yen, I was like, like oh, marketing. Right, cool, let's write them down, but let's wait. Right. Let's, is that like a year process, two years process? Let's like start that. We need hmm, to do I know this first path. We can't get into that anyway because the story has to progress far enough for us yeah. to get to the other swords and everything. Marketing so, hey, it, it, it's called foreshadow. You could drop the swords, keys, and people be like, whose character is this? You could just yeah. put a name and like, it just be like, you know, redacted. You could just not have the name of said character yet. Just say for Shadow. And we could definitely. I would definitely post some some teasers here and there, like you know. Um, and I mean, I want to. You know, they always do those shirts that have like the uh, they're like tech the technical designs for the for the yeah. mechs, and they have like the the little lines that point off, and they yeah, say like, like what specs, what what each part is stuff. the specs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I want to have some of those made for uh for the Titans as well. So, all right, so. I had like three different questions because we spoke about three different ideas here. So I'm gonna go okay. with the one that came to my head first. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I know last time we spoke, I think um a good five months ago, you brought up that you had eight ideas of stories um that you was currently writing or notes down with yourself and Pat. Uh where are you at now? Like 12, 15, or like are you still at eight to ten? How's that going? And let me uh um part two with the question while you look. Since there's a game called the multiverse, but it's with Warner Brothers, with you having all these ideas, do you think of a game in the future of all your characters in a multiverse type of game itself? Since it is all under Studio Maho as well, what do you think of like having like a game with all your characters fight against each other? Like, have you thought about that far ahead or? Um, so we so have, have to, yeah, we got we, to know about one. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, as far as like, okay, I'll, I'll let me let me start at the beginning of your question, and then of course, yeah, sorry, and, and, and then two go. parts question. That was a lot, yeah. So let me let me start at the beginning. Okay, so as far as how many series I have now, I think it's not counting, yeah, not counting anything that's out right now. I have thirteen <clears throat> other series that are I, I put them all in a word doc, um, like two days ago um so that pat could take a look at them because some of these were just ones that i sometimes i get an idea and i just will sit in my notes app and write it out for how many however many hours and then uh try and come up with a name for it but um i have a couple that don't have names and then i have 11 that do have names so um i have one called contained which i've been working on that's my one of my most recent ones that's that's kind of like a uh, uh do I want to do I want to tell you what kind of it's a it's a sci-fi like story and I, I and I was like 
inspired by uh you guys ever heard of the backrooms like the the creepy pasta heard of it but i don't know too much of it so um basically it's like a uh you know it's like never ending office spaces but no furniture nothing it's just you know i think they said it's supposed to be like seventy five thousand miles or something like that long is the is the quote-unquote space you know the area or whatever yeah. um but i basically was i had that idea and that was like a um what if people like found a dimension like that um but it's a bunch of dimensions you know like there's different floors essentially you know um but they're not they're not office spaces they're just they're regular dimensions like you know they may have their own environment tundra type things or whatever um and they're like you know connected to each other so there's one series like that that i've been writing i need i need pack to look at that one because i don't know if you looked at it yet i gotta look at that one is like quickly becoming one of my favorites to to add stuff to i actually like have almost gotten through the entire plot of of the series within like the first i, I mean i came up with it like maybe a couple weeks ago so what were you gonna say no i was gonna say i think the beautiful thing about um us like coming up with you know the animation studio and having like these different departments is like now you know what I'm saying like if we come up with an idea like okay well we don't necessarily have to just do a manga for it like all right, yeah, cool. we, we got the animation we got a writing team like hey this the premise this is the plot this is what we need to happen make some magic we're gonna take a look at it once we approve it send that on the animation let's get that thing cracking you know while right. we could still work on doing the manga for you know the series that we want to do manga for you know so that's the beauty of us just being able to kind of have you know a well-oiled a well-oiled well machine that's getting even stronger you know like all right cool we got these great ideas well you know all right we ain't got to spend all this time you know working on one series and then three series and then four this is what we want writing team we trust y'all we'll supervise it take a look all right we might throw a couple ideas out cool once we're comfortable animation let's make some magic happen right and even and we even talked about like we are an animation studio and like obviously we can make it ourselves but we, we wouldn't even mind having some of our ideas being animated by some other studios yeah. if, if if that was you know if, if we came to that conclusion that hey you know we have a lot of projects on our plate already what mm -hmm. if we gave a couple and outsourced them to some other studios yeah, to have i mean made? just so to have some more product out there made by us but not yeah. necessarily made by our studio you know right yeah i mean sell the rights our names are on it maybe get some royalties um our name is out there still regardless as creators and you know we still get to see our work come to life you know yeah. everybody wins in that situation because i feel like I, I i'm the type of person that is always going to have another idea for a series yes you are Keep and <laughs> i am not going to be able to draw them all in my lifetime i i, I just i don't see it happening like you ain't I, got I enough just, hands i do not have enough hands no or hands. time sleep. Or, or sleep yes mm -hmm. like and really i and i don't want to i don't want to work myself into an early grave trying to get all of these out by myself you know right. even even or, if i had or have your back hurt you know, or have my back hurt, yeah, or, or you know, end up with a you know, kind of injury or something because I work myself too much. You know, um, I, I already had where I worked uh, on four hours of sleep over the course of three days to get the first chapter of God Punch out, and I said I'm not ever going to do that again. You know, putting that much. Well, you about had these people read the documentary on me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, but hey, I did that voluntarily, so 
You know, I just, uh, it's gonna be a thirty for thirty about work conditions. <laughs> uh, it's cool. Do my clone day, and then it's gonna be up from there. We're gonna Honestly, get about four, you know, if I could, one time on three different stories, five of me just, you know, yeah. I'd say, hey, you do this series. You got these couple of series. You know, just put some work in, like. So yeah, but I got, like I said, I got thirteen series. I got, I got contained. I got one called the Artifice. It's about uh, like a an alternate history where uh, aliens came to Earth in the 1950s and signed a treaty to not to that. not destroy Earth. Um, uh, in exchange, they were able to experiment on humans in a fictional country. Um, so I have I have a series about that. I got one about like um, kind of like Sao, but it's like a horror VR game where they get trapped in a horror VR game. Um, I got one about aliens. It's kind of based off of a dream I had where uh, Invader Zim was was ranked as like a a villain in the universe or something like that but I, I created my own whole story based off of just that um you guys have seen hidden triggers i, I posted a little bit of that on twitter the spy series I, I was actually working a little bit on that last night um that one's actually i'm i'm pretty excited about um and i got i just got a bunch there's so many now so and then patrick's got some series of his own that he wants to mm-hmm. to, to, to put out mm-hmm. there so like we're we're all just we're just Endless ideas are going to mm. be coming. We'll have no shortage of content. Yeah. So, um. Oh, and then what was the the, the rest of your question? Was uh. Yeah. Yeah. Second question because you got three of them. Yeah. What What was What was What was the other part of that question? I remember you asking how many series I had, and you asked. Um. You even talked your head off. You done forgot. It's so <laughs> much. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Like fuck. Well, Kendall James, we don't all over the place. Who's talking yeah, about video games? Who's talking <laughs> oh, about yes. oh, video games? Yeah, video games. that was yes. a video game. Do you plan to have your series fight each other in a vo- in a multiverse match bros type of game? Uh, me in the chat and plus Kendall, we all Yo. gave ideas of names of what the game could be called. So, mm-hmm. like, have you ever thought of like with all the ideas that you and Pat have of all these games? I mean, sorry, of all these type of series that you guys want to make. Have you done maybe in the year 2025, 2030, you guys could, you know, probably release a game to have, you know, our Percy and all these other series fight in a one-on-one, in a brawl. I don't, think we ever thought, I don't think we ever thought about like a multiverses type series, like a Smash type series, but I know we we did talk about like a, a actual God Punch game one day. Um, yeah. And we actually had like an indie video game creator, um, that was, you know, remain anonymous reach out to us um about a project that he was working on and he wanted permission to use our characters um we've so, actually had a couple of people at this point yeah, ask that like uh we had that person and then when i was at DreamCon, there's a guy that's making uh a game that's kind of i guess yes it's kind of like an rpg type mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. uh it's, a, it's like a mobile game but he was he was he was saying i don't think i even got a chance to talk to you about this pet um that he wanted to see it's it's it'd be down the line it's not ready yet but right. um he was trying to get with uh, with different creators and maybe have their characters feature as like okay. you know like um not easter eggs but like you know guest appearances essentially in the game gotcha, like gotcha. characters show up here and there so um, it's kind of like how attack on titan went to call of duty i think or something like or you know kind of like how fortnite has naruto and other characters yeah something like that I kind guess. of but it would actually like makes sense in the story it wouldn't just be like oh dlc where you get a skin of this character it would be like the character is in the story somehow you know um oh. 
so that's that was his idea and then i think we had a, a talk with uh you remember nathan um pat mm-hmm. yeah and he had he had something that was like a uh like a like a mobile game but it's like a card game mm-hmm. that, he, that he was trying to put yeah together. i remember the card game okay yeah and he wanted he wanted some of our characters in that yeah. um, um we had a couple of people you know now and they brought it up we had a couple of people reach out to us but i mean those are long-term goals. Um, we're just trying to really work on getting even more established. Yeah. Yes, sir. And we have some connections as far as, like, indie game yeah. people. If we wanted to have a game made, it's just we want we need the story to progress more so we can We don't want to put the many. cart before the horse. Yeah, like, there's so many characters that would need to be introduced first before we even had of a course. game. But that is down the line. Like, we just have some ideas. In the 75 uh, stories that exist in Allende's head that he's working on, <laughs> um are any of these worlds overlapping between either your own series Allende or uh Bold Ulam Paddy have you guys ever talked about or are you already scheming on something where you guys have different stories but their their worlds or their universes overlap or will meet at some point has that ever been something that you guys have had a discussion about um just curious based off of the conversation yeah. that we're having right now you know we've talked about it before um we were definitely trying to talk about like how we could fit God Punch into like another uh, one of Allende's universes. Um, I mean, of course, the challenge is to just do it while it makes sense um, from a writing perspective. Um, but yeah, we we definitely told the idea because I mean Allende's big thing is you know he wants like his own you know universe you know or, or DC where you know everything is connected. So um, since we have formed Maho, then you know like that's kind of like the goal to see like, okay, how can we fit this into, you know what I'm saying, like a different universe where it all makes sense where all of this is happening at the same time. My idea, honestly, was a multiverse. Um, I think, you know, it might be kind of like a cheap way out, but it's a way that we could do it and it would make sense. Um, but that was kind of my idea for, you know, kind of having all these events happen in like different universes. Um, and that way, you know, like if we did decide to do a crossover, like okay, like it makes sense because all of these events can happen at the same time because you know they're not really connected, but they're in the same universe. Yeah, same yeah, we, universe. yeah. So like, yeah, for for like any series like a God Punch, and then like for example a Blade Titans or something like that, like obviously it does not make any sense for those series to be connected. They take place in different timelines and and all that kind of stuff. So those might not those wouldn't work possibly, but what Pat said, like, you know, a multiverse where, you know, maybe the timeline is is further ahead in this in this universe uh, or, you know, at this point in time or. You know, there's there's different ways to do it. You know, there's a lot of the, it's whatever the writer wants to, to be able to make it to happen, you know, so mm-hmm. um, we could we could definitely do it some some kind of crossover series. And we definitely have some um, have had some conversations about doing that in the future. Um, and then I do personally have some series that cross over with each other. Like I think Black Lotus, Explosion Joe, and the Final Rewind are all in the same universe. And then I have Calamity Zero, which is like an alternate version of that universe where like something happened that wasn't supposed to happen until mm-hmm. maybe like 50 years later down the line, you know? So I, it I was sold early. on Calamity Zero before you even explained it. You said Calamity you like the, Zero, you like the, and I was like, I, like I, I want to read it. I already want to read it right now. Just, just go ahead. I am, I am the person that, that, that you know, comes up with some dope dope names. Patrick will attest to I have I have good naming. Does the one thing I've always been bad at, I'm great with ideas, but I'm horrible with titles. I don't know why 
about titles and anything, podcasts, ideas for names, group projects, school projects. I literally have always told like, do not ask me for title of the group name. No, no, I, I'm I'm good with ideas, what to do. I'm good, you know, for, for sharpshooter stuff. Like, all right, guys, let's do this. But the extra titles, I I will literally overthink it. I will literally come up with a bad one. I will literally come up with a good one, and then you guys will fix it. Like, it, it it's always been like that. Even James and Kendall could say with with titles on the podcast. I'm like, I have this idea. Can you help me with this? So I totally understand. I'm a bit jealous on that because I've been bad with titles. So whenever you come up with a new title on the timeline, I'm like. That's a banger. That's yep, a banger. He never misses. So, Damn. Okay, so I'll, I'll I'll read off some what what titles I have real quick. So I told you I got contained. Uh, I have the artifice. Red Crown is the horror VR. The infamous Doctor Maru is is a like a is the villain series. It's about villains like but aliens and stuff. Um, Hidden Triggers is the the spy series. Um, to explain that title a little bit within like five seconds. Um, so the agents of the White Fox organization, the White Fox organization is who the spies work for. Um, they are known as triggers. That's their, they're not called agents, they're called triggers. And when they're inactive or in deep cover, they're called hidden triggers. And when they're, um, when they're activated, they're called pulled triggers. So like, you know, like a gun. So, um, and then player nine is like this, some other series that I'm, I don't have much on. Uh, I got Calamity Zero. Final, the final rewind, which is a time travel series. Uh, Black Lotus. We, you, everybody has heard of the misadventures of Bill T. The Front, built different. Yes. Um, Explosion Joe, and then I have two series that don't have names, but one is a cyberpunk uh, monster hunter series, and uh, one is a like fantasy supernatural series about a kid that like dies, but um, and because his life was so bad, uh, an angel gives him a token to like come back to life. Um, but he has to keep that token on his person at all times, and he loses the token and, and gets chased by death. So, not one of those titles were bad. All of those titles were a banger. <laughs> hey, and then Pat, Pat got God Punch. God Punch is a dope title. So, clearly, you. we just got good titles all the yeah. way around. Blade titles. Blade you know? titles. Then I got the one that uh, my delinquent series I've been trying to get yeah. together, Baby Gangster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think those went on too. Then I know Ken, Ken texted me about an idea the other day. Right, yeah. Um, and that was funny. Ken, you want to you talk about you that? You were just talking about bragging on yourself, King. Let's go. Let's <laughs> hear it, bro. Hey, Let's so, go. Okay, so imagine Let's go, Campachi. Uh, <laughs> imagine this. So this is the, the it's, I, I don't have a, I don't have a banker name for it. So, but as a working title right now, supermarket. So imagine, you know, a Walmart of Target of sorts for superheroes and villains where they're run and work by superheroes and villains and humans. So, you know, uh, and it'll be more, you know, of a, a comedy where like basically the main character is a college kid trying to work his way to, um, to college to work on gadgets and stuff for the superheroes and villains at the store that they sell. So just you know, imagine you at a you're a cashier coming up, and the Joker comes up to you and be like, "Hey, um, I want to buy some laughing gas on." Yeah, I want to buy. Um, is this one organic? Like, yeah, organic. <laughs> like, what what you need that for? Oh, well, you know, just you know, I'm trying to be more eco friendly when I'm in my building. I'm like, but you're gonna kill people with these. Ah, eh, so still save the environment. <laughs> you go green. Or, 
All six. <laughs> a retired, a retired superhero. He's always at the gate, at the green door, at the, at the green door, talking about the golden age of comic. You know, um, superhero Superman and Captain America, they can't do no wrong to him. And just, you know, stopping you while you're going out and shopping. Like back in my day, uh, superhero wasn't about the money and the fame. And you wouldn't see a thousand superheroes pulling up to your, you know, to your police stations and Oh, we got that story. Oh, I got. We gotta flesh out some ideas coming up soon. We uh, uh, we had one that we thought of a while ago, and it was like a a vampire werewolf series. Um, and I know like you got like a thousand of those, but I mean, I I had like a bunch of women tell me like, no, like do it. And I'm like, women love vampire werewolves, so like, all right, Sam. Yeah, women love bear vampires and werewolves. You can never they just like them. they like supernatural stuff in general. They yeah. like supernatural stuff, you know. But yeah. so like that was that was one of the original ideas we came up with, like around the time of God Punch, honestly. But mm-hmm. we just decided to uh pursue God Punch first because the name was just um that was yeah. like a war if between you... vampires and the and the, and the vampires and the werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. If you do, if you do want to check out a good show with Wolf's aspect and good lore, do check out Teen Wolf. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Jeff Davis. Mm-hmm. Jeff Davis is a creator, and he has done some interesting stuff with the lore of the supernatural world of Wolf's Alpha, the Betas, Omegas, and like with the creatures that they have brought out. Like, there's some scenes and some scores that have actually creeped me out. And when it comes to those things, when it's not horror. I get creeped out, but when it comes to Supernatural, I could handle it, but I got to give props is to the creator, Jeff Davis. He has done such a fantastic job with the show, and I'm like, I had low expectation for the show, but watching over the years and seeing how it's grown, that's why I also feel like, if you want to see some good wolf lore or any type of Supernatural lore that's really good, just check out Team Wolf. But don't judge about the name, or don't judge it because it was because it rebooted from 20 years ago, whatever, is it is really good for what it was. And yeah. It is. Yeah, and the movie dropping soon. Yeah, no, I'm excited because I, I saw the trailer and I'm like, who the fuck, what? So, yeah. like, for for anybody that has seen Teen Wolf and knows what I mean, I have questions. I cannot wait for the movie to drop because I'm like, yeah, I need to explain this. It's a, a very solid series. I, that's I, I'm not even adding more words. It's a, it is a very solid series, yes. grounded in a lot of research. You could tell there was a lot of not just like personal effort, but just like someone that really cares about like digging into that stuff. Like he yes. definitely did a lot of research about the the lore and just like the the actual stories and the locations, even some of the names in reference. The names, so. yes. And for the special effects and the hair and makeup are fantastic. I also want to give a credit to that as well because. They look creepy as hell. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot. I think it was the doctors. They were the most creepiest. Oh, yeah. Of... Those, those things right there. Yeah. Yo, they, were, those... they didn't play. Stuff of nightmares, boy. Yo, they didn't be walking mass as fuck. I'm like, is this like some type of scream? Like, those villains literally walk and literally somehow just be bad as hell. I'm like, hey, it just gives props it's to the production creator and overall. So, Pat, if you ever do some, I can't wait to do what you hear and plan now with a vampire and whoops lore because I yes, like you said, it's been done. It's one of the oldest lore in storytelling, but there's always like a you new way to expand it. it. Exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm actually working on my own type of like werewolf, like oh, vampire story because oh, cool. I I also love that that supernatural world, and it's like I don't think anyone has like really like taken advantage of like really cool like vampire rules and werewolf rules. Like, there's always like a couple dumb things or something where it's just like, oh, this is a really cool concept, but they didn't really like capitalize mm. on it. So it's like I want to make my own story where it's like this is the like ultimate like vampire lore. So like. I don't think I've seen an actual good vampire lore product of movie or show. I don't think I've actually have one. Do you guys have one they could recommend or say that's good? They could say is actually solid. Because speaking for Wolf Lore, I'll say Team Wolf is one of the best one I've seen. But for Vampire, I don't think so. Underworld is the closest for me for vampires. Oh, got cheesy after a while. Yeah, but that's cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like but just just the oh, rules. I'm the lore. The rules. Yeah. 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 Rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The lore. The OG Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. That one was really good. Um, that's the best werewolf design yeah, I've ever absolutely. seen. Yeah. yeah. Period. Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. That was that was great. Um, man, honestly, I'm. When it comes like, to anime, oh yeah, I was gonna say Oh, Helsing. Anime has some good. Vampire representation. Yeah. That's a whole different man, story. Live action is a different story. If all yeah. those fails, man, go back to Blade, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> if all there those fails. Yeah. 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 I like the interpretation from Case of Anita's just to talk about something recent that had to do with. You know, oh, see, and I haven't watched that yet. I, that's I didn't watch it either. Watch. So I don't know much about that one. Yeah. And see, I, y'all are talking about vampires and werewolves. My, my, one of my initial ideas when I came up with the, the, the cyberpunk monster hunter mashup series was i was like wouldn't it be so cool if there were like like we took all these like supernatural and like fantasy creatures but like place them in like a cyberpunk setting you know mm-hmm. and like there, how would their interactions be with that level of technology you know mm-hmm. so um i have a question yeah. my question is that you said that you have a team of 17 people now and you have your department tell us more about that like you have a team of 17 and when me and the team you know first met you years ago it was like you said earlier it was only a team of five or less now you have a team of 17 and and you have departments may you guys expand about that like what do you mean departments what departments how did you guys establish that like how did you guys choose the role for people how did you guys get it you know where it's now yes um Man, we got marketing, we got public relations, man, we got art, we got writing team, animation. Fine, um, all right. We got clothing, you know, man, we even got IT, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, and we also have a, a, a East Coast division as well. And we also got, um, you know, like graphic, the graphic design team also. Um, and in regards to like how how we choose, you know, some of those roles. And when we were first starting, like even Team God Punch, you know, like my hope, it was um while we were progressing and like you know, I guess steadily, you know, getting bigger and bigger, we started to identify like, okay, like what roles do we need help with? Or like this is something that we're doing that could really be done by someone else so we could really focus on the creating part, you know? And so um, started with, you know, us um, finding someone to do social, you know, take over social media accounts. And um, that's when we, you know, came across Evan. And, 
You know, Evan was like, yeah, I'll run your social media account. So he was like, thank you. And Evan was like, you know, I have a degree in marketing, right? I was like, oh, you, you a legit marketer? He's like, yeah, <laughs> I do this for real. And I'm like, well, God damn it, we got a marketing department. Ain't that something? Um, And so from there, you know what I'm saying? It was, once we started establishing these departments, it was like, okay, so we got these departments. So like, let's beef up these departments so we won't put too much on one person. So, all right, cool. We got, a, you know, we got Evan doing marketing. Well, let's find some more marketers to help him out, you know, because there's many layers to marketing that I'm learning. Um, so, you know, we found two more people for the marketing team. Um, as far as writing was concerned, you know, we had Ken, at Duke, we got Terrence, you know. Um, so we had people, you know, to kind of work on transitioning, you know, the, the manga, you know, the manga to, to novels, you know, so we can try and pitch that. Um, then, you know, we had graphic design, you know, we got people, you know, make flyers, you know, um, media team, that's what I call them. Um, mm-hmm. We got one person in charge for taking pictures at conventions. We got another pe- person responsible for doing videos at conventions, you know, um, just because, you know, we want to be more visible and we want, you know, people to actually see our team and see the fun that we're having and just kind of walk with us on the journey. Um, and we got PR, because everybody know me. I be, be talking. Um, <laughs> no, nah, uh, we got PR, you know, legal, yeah, we got legal, you know, uh, somebody to handle, you know, the, the, the courtroom battles and take care of legalities for us and make sure that my whole as entity is protected, especially now that we're an official LLC. So, yeah, we're an official LLC now, you know, so we, we, we need somebody to take care of that for us. Um, and as far as like putting people in those roles, um, the fashion department. Oh yeah, and fashion. You know, we just, that's the newest one. Yeah, that's the newest one. Uh, as fashion, far as interesting. Like, yeah, is that know. more is that more for the series or is that more, you know, for the clothing side? Clothing. Nice. Pretty much clothing, just because. Um, I mean, we like we have clothes, right? We have merch, but eventually we want to transition away from Teespring. Like we want to yeah. just well, have actual, like an actual, you know, God punch do rags. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yen and, and how's that on um, punch brand like uh, that, punch and that's clothing. it's yeah so that like punches is, is separate but also connected right like it is a brand that i came up with myself like i had it before we before god punch was even before i was even on team god punch i had a series i had a brand called punch that i was trying to make based off of clothing that i created for my personal series and now that some characters even in god punch wear punch punch clothing i mean you've seen percy in the punch jacket on that that um artwork with mirai mirai's jacket is punch um like it's it's an existing brand across different series so i want to create clothing like an actual clothing line that's based on that um but you know you can actually wear it and then some of the clothing that characters wear specifically like for example mirai's red jacket um, that per- that purple jacket that Percy wears, um, but he's not he hasn't worn it yet in the series, but he probably I'll figure yeah, out a way to true. I'll figure out a way to put it on him in there. Yeah, um, yeah. and then yeah. like you can those those would be like you know um, part of collections specific to those series, mm-hmm. and you can buy the clothes from those series um, yeah. and actually wear them. So. This man's yeah. got a master plan. This man's yeah. got a master plan. <laughs> as far as no, I- the heart, yeah. 
I was gonna say, as far as like putting people in those positions, man, it's like, I don't know. It really happened organically. It's like, you know, I mm-hmm. think the only thing is crazy. We were looking for another marketer, right? And it's like, yeah, man, I can't find a marketer. I want to help Evan. And um, one day uh, I had a pool party at the house. You know what I'm saying? I invited, you know, my girlfriend, a couple of her friends, some of my friends. You know, put some meat on the grill, got some bottles, whatever. Just having a good time. One of my friends, uh, she came. I didn't know she was in town. And, like, you know, we were just chit-chatting or whatever. And she's been keeping up with the eye punch in my hole for, you know, the longest. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've you know, been looking for a marketer, you know what I'm saying, just to, you know, kind of help out. She was like, oh, for real? She was like, Pat, you know I have a marketing degree, right? And I was like, bro, what? She was like, yes, I'm a marketer. Wow. That's I was like, how the world works. All right, man. I was like, um, you want to join your team? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, I got a marketer. And then like another one of my homegirls, like we had been, you know, trying to think about how to get the fashion thing started. Come to find out, hey, Pat, you know I'm in fashion school, right? And I'm like, all right, man. All these people around me are doing all these incredible things that I just so happen to need is this. So um, it just happened organically, man. You know, um, it's just beautiful. And I think one of the the things that I'm proud of the most is like the East Coast division because um, we sent them books, you know, for uh, a little, uh, it was like a little uh, block party in Brooklyn. And- Oh yeah, the con, um, that was in June, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They, um, I was gonna go, but then I got a job last second, so I, I was like yeah. so sad, like because I nah. wanted to meet them. Yeah, so like yeah. they took some books out there. They had a booth, some posters, and like they held it down, you know. So it's like, damn, like all right, you know, we got the the Maho Grand Fleet now, you know. <laughs> we we holding it down. Um, but yeah, man, everything just kind of happened organically. Um. And as we continue to get bigger, you know, we're going to identify more positions that we need help with to, you know, make the business run more smoothly. But we cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, for now, I think our focus is um, obviously letting the animation department get yeah yeah get get their bearings a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and then expanding that to to fit yeah. whatever our you know uh, workload is. So um, based on what they need. Cause, cause right now, like we we've learned that's that's the thing is like building the animation department. We've learned all the different roles that go into in, like a single animation project. Mm-hmm. And while it is like in the in the beginning, it is good to find people that can do different roles within the process. You know, like you've got the people that do the animatics. You got the people that do. Um, the coloring, the people that do the the, the cleanup, you got your in between animators, you know. So like most, a lot of people when you hire freelance, they're able to do like pretty much everything, right? Um, but when you when we start to when we start to get jobs that will require us to be doing you know more longer mm-hmm. projects, we're gonna need more hands that can handle specific jobs, you know. Um, so we're not wearing out. <laughs> The, the couple of people that we have on staff so mm-hmm. your team of 17 and departments do you guys speak to all of them on a weekly basis because you guys said that you get that meetings 
Do you guys speak to them? Do you guys communicate? Do you guys have board meetings? Do you guys do you guys schedule stuff? So you, like what I'm asking, like how how do you guys communicate to the team of you guys building something with all the same vision, but with all you guys moving forward? We um we we have a we have group chat on Twitter, um, and then we have a Discord as well that we um, that we built. Shout out to Noah for building the Discord. Yeah. Um, we and also, CJ is our admin. Yeah, CJ is our admin. That's our IT guy. Um, oh. But uh, we also have monthly Maho meetings. We just had our nice. August meeting um, Monday. Yeah, we have Monday. First mm-hmm. Monday of every month. Um, so we just had our, our, our monthly August meeting. So we talked then. Um, and we have department meetings. Oh, yeah. I'll forget meetings. that. Yeah. Um, so animation department meets biweekly every other Wednesday. Writing team meets biweekly every other Thursday. Um, Allende and myself, we talk just about every day. We all talk pretty much every day. Um, yeah. The beauty of this is like... Yeah. So like I said, we have biweekly meetings for the writing team on Thursdays. They have the biweekly meeting teams. Uh, Wednesday for the animation department. Every first uh, Monday of the month, that's when we do a department meeting. The whole studio, my whole everybody gets together, uh, and we just go about try to it's, it's, it's to help communicate. You need to stay on one accord, and we just go down, give updates. If um one person, if one department needs, like um last meeting, the writing department started writing what Yende was talking about earlier for the the projects, and so we handed it off to the animation department. And they had their meeting, so it's just a well-oiled machine, a well-oiled machine that works together. Um, and then, like you said, for us communicate, we talk every day. It's like a big family. Uh, we always, you know, on Twitter group chat, cutting up, um, so, you know, talking about anime, talking about life, talking about different projects and stuff. And it just keep, it keeps the you know a family feel, even though we're getting bigger and bigger. It still keeps you know uh, the the inclusive family feel. Well, we just all, like I said, we talk probably all day, every day yeah. with each other. Yeah. I think that was um, uh, what, we, what I was talking about earlier with like establishing a work culture. Um, all those, all of us work well together because we're all friends with each other. Um, and we all believe in the same thing and we all have the same mission, even though everyone is, you know, probably trying to accomplish something different out of it. And I think that's the beauty of Maho. That's what kind of makes us magical. Is that um, yeah, you know, we might bump heads here and there, but what family doesn't? But at the end of the day, like we're all on the same side. And um, that's just kind of the culture that we established where it's like, man, we got your back. And, you know, it's, it's, it's Maho against the world. Yes, sir. To to kind of I guess kind of round things out with, with everything is for what you can or what you feel comfortable sharing Mm -hmm. is there a next big goal for you as we get towards like wrapping up the year obviously there's plenty steps and goals um along the way but is there a goal specifically for ending out this year because again we literally talking about five to six months ago where you are right now hey shout out to gb where you are right now um is such a it's such a big difference you know what I mean? Like we talk yeah. about like, okay, yeah, you transitioned in Studio Maho now, it's been a year, but like even just where you were at the top of the year to the middle of the year is such a big difference. I'm really curious about what is there, is there anything in sight for the end of the year? Um, 
God Punch Chapter Four um, for October, writing it. Honestly, probably before that. That was yeah. that's like a we'll say for sure within the next couple months, within the next like two months. Yeah, God Punch Chapter Four. Um, yeah. Let's ballpark it, but yeah, we expect it to be out before yeah. October. Um, that um, the official uh, God Punch short. Um, we're looking at trying to get that released by November. Yeah, the um, animation. Yep. Yeah, the animation, like some actual God Punch animation. We're looking to get that released um, around November, uh, probably around Thanksgiving. Um, us going to AWA, maybe returning to New York. I'm not sure. Uh, we're waiting yeah. to hear Anime NYC about the booth that we apply for. Um, probably wrapping things up um, at Anime Frontier. It's kind of like, you know, um, it's usually our last con and that's in Fort Worth. But um, yeah, man, if that was, if I had to think of a way to like end the year, definitely dropping, you know, about two to three more chapters of God Punch and that God Punch short. Um, when we get closer to that volume and, you know, we can really start getting more attention for the series and for my whole, you know, as a unit, you know, for what we can do on an animation front for people. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see some big things from uh from the animation department very soon. Like as soon as that teaser drops, yeah, it's it's gonna be like this. Yeah, it's I got nice, it. Was a nice steady climb yeah. up until that point. Then hey, it's going just straight up. just let me know when I could go ahead and put my money into the stocks. I just you know I want to be one of the first investors. The, you know you know just let me know. Coming. We Same. got the Kickstarter coming soon. Um, yeah, we're gonna but, announce that yeah. within the next what like two months, right? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta give the animation department their flowers though. Um they are becoming the backbone of Studio Maho, which is what I've wanted um since we transitioned into a studio. But man, um there's no better feeling than you know having a dream and people actually being serious about it because they reached out to us and they was like, you know, Pat, you know, we want to take this animation course to help improve our skills. I'm like, all right, cool, well, we'll pay for it. So you know, me and Ken, you know, me and they do, you know. Maho, we paid for the class. Then they have another class that's like, Pat, you know, it's part two. Can we do this one? All right, cool. We'll get the money together for it. Then it's like, Pat, it's an action animation course. You know, like, this one's going to be really dope to help with the fight scenes that we got. All right, cool. We'll, we'll get the money for that one, you know? So the fact that, you know what I'm saying, like, they're really investing time and money and energy into this, you know what I'm saying? It, it shows how serious they are shows how serious they are about their craft, you know, but also doing the work of Maho. And I, those are the type of people, man, you, you just want to take care of, man. So I, I really got to give Maho in general, but, you know, the animation department as well, their flowers, and just, you know, thank them for all their hard work. Um, I, we, we we couldn't be here without them. I'd like to give the flowers to do to people and to the people that have been behind you. But yeah. also, Pat, I had a question for you. Yes, I sir. Remember, I remember... A couple months ago, you said it on the timeline how you wanted to know how to brand yourself, but also brand yourself with Studio Maho. Like, know how to brand yourself as yourself as Pat, but also, right. you know, you're part of Studio Maho. Since then, have you found out or have you <clears> been <throat> trying to still understand or figure how to do both or how, how to market yourself better? Yeah. Um... I actually had a long talk and a long meeting with my marketing team um, about that. And so now 
the their mission is to not only help branding for my hope, but to help me with my individual branding as well. It's one of the faces of my hope. So um, still trying to work on, you know, my own branding and like I know who I am as a person, as a man, but you know, making people understand that. But you know, um just kind of, you know, making content, putting it on camera and actually being consistent is a challenge while still trying to balance, you know, the task of, you know, manning my hope. Um, but I, I, I do have an idea of what I need to do and, and, and how to, you know, consistently brand myself and put myself out there. Um, but I'm not rushing it. You know, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's at the back of my mind, but, you know, like I'm, I'm prioritizing my hope as well being the first. Um, but, you know, when I get a little chance, you know, I'll post it. going to start, uh, what's we call it, streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We said we're gonna start streaming. We got Maho Gaming soon. Yep. Studio yeah. Maho Gaming SMG. Yeah, Studio My SMG. So we got SMG Gaming. Um, got the Twitch channel coming. So yeah. But we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a Pokemon series. So Brent, I need y'all to bring your best friends. What was that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Paying attention. I was looking at the chat and I heard Pokemon. I don't know what's going on anymore. What was mm-hmm. that? <laughs> you said do we battle? Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, me, me and Pat uh, almost won a, a semi, uh, uh, what is it, semi professional tournament not too long ago. Mm-hmm. We were the runner ups. <laughs> we don't, we don't play around with the, uh, with the Pokemon. Yeah. If y'all, if y'all keep, we'll get on stream. If y'all can beat us, that's, that's a, that's a, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, oh, I'm gonna go, 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 go put a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is, that's dope. The that's dope that you're gonna start gaming like on Twitch and Earth because that that's yeah. a great that's a great type of additional avenue to make money, but also to market yourself and also to show more of your face and more yeah. personalities out there. Yeah, at that, at this point, you know, it's like my marketing team told me it's like you know, like it's important for like people to know like who you are as far as your personality, you know. There's only so much that I could show just by being goofy on Twitter and typing out jokes, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the task of like getting in front of the camera even more and just kind of showing, you know, my personality. And so I think I think us, you know, streaming gaming is going to be a great way to do that. Because um, I know what God of War is about to drop. We got two different Pokemon games about to drop. We got multiverses that just dropped. Um, How did you think of the Pokemon review today? Like, were you excited I, I for that or you care for it? I did not see it, but I mean, it's Pokemon, so I'm a blindly supporter. I, mean, I think it's like, <laughs> I, look, I, I am a sheep. And I'm uh, and I'm going to stand behind them, bro. You, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to stand behind them. Yes, sir. Yo, yes, sir. I got to yeah. give them, I gotta give them props because I did not expect with what they did with the legendary. That's an interesting twist what they did. That you Yo. could climb, um, drive it as a bike, and also I think fly with it as one well and swim. I'm like, dope, yeah. that's some yeah, dope was, stuff. There was already leaks about that. I don't care about anything until the trailer that's right before the drop date. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I just realized we get new Pokemon and we get Black Panther in the same month. So let's go. Let's let's go. <laughs> it's gonna be a great month. Yes. Is, yeah, November. November is gonna be great content. Hell yeah. You know, the end of the year, because also October, we're going to get, you know, God Punch 4. So, you know, we yeah, can't we forget about God, that. God y'all get, y'all get some God Punch content when all the good anime is about to drop, too? 
Yeah. Yo, Chainsaw Man, man. Bleach. We drive with the big Mop Psycho at 100. Mop Psycho. Yeah. Mm. Yo, everything really does. Right. Yeah, man, yeah, my hero. October yeah. is stacked. October Yo. is stacked. Facts. Yeah. Blue yeah. Lock. There's a bunch of new stuff. I think that the Gundam, isn't the Gundam supposed to drop? The new Gundam supposed to drop in October? Oh, that, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know if it's the movie first or the series, but we get in both, so. Yeah. Mm. Hey, we, got, we got a lot of good stuff coming. I, I, I can't wait. I think during the month of October, we might <laughs> we might do some Maho streaming for Dead by Daylight. I think, I think that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Bro, and I... Somebody came in my stream the other day uh, asking about Dead by Daylight. Like, like, did, did I play it? Because they were going to go stream it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I bought the game, like, I don't know how long ago. And I have literally never opened it. Like, I bought it. It was on sale. I bought it because I have friends that play it. Yeah. I, I just, I must have got Is busy. Is it crossplay? Yeah. I yeah, believe so, because the only so. person I know or that have played it or the only person that gives the word of mouth that I know is Abe. He's the only person that actually you know, streams on Twitch and everything that I know of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know a couple. I know a couple people that, that do that. Shout out to Lion Party and them. They, they've done it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lion stream. Party. Good people, man. Yeah, they take yeah. care of us when we want. Sir. But, Ken, I did want to ask you a question because you was hyped about Pokemon. What is your starter? What's your favorite starter? I'm curious about you, that before we go. My favorite, favorite starter is Swampspert. Uh, my Swampspert is named Sonic. It's just that's been my baby since Gen three. Like that's the first, probably the first Pokemon game that I actually own, and I, I rock with him. I, it, it's my goal to get Swampspert, uh, a Mudkip, and have him on my squad every time. I even like do some competitive. I, I, I draft him. He's on my team regardless. Just that's my that's my Pokemon. That's my Pikachu. So that's his name, yo. I ain't gonna hold you. Mudkip, Mudkip top five starter Pokemon, and it's not. I agree. Mudkip top five. Um, if you have him, would you trade him? Like um anybody? Um, um, I would love to get a version of Mudkip. I don't got one in my Pokemon catalog. So if anybody got a Mudkip, please can you send it my way? Yeah, for what game? Yeah, you what are you talking about? The only game I have currently that is I have Sword and Shield. Oh, oh yeah, we yeah. Probably, sure. I probably have one in my box somewhere. I didn't right. try too hard with that. Might have a couple I can throw away. <laughs> Yo, high key. I need to empty out. I need to empty out Oras before they um before they close down Pokebank uh, next same. year. Same. I need to do the same thing with my older games. So what did they close down Pokebank? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, they're closing it, it down it's, next it's, year, I think March. It's next I year, yeah, next year at the top. Like of the spring year. for sure. I just don't know the Ooh. exact. So I don't everything. Get all my Pokemon, all my Pokemon I needed, I transferred to Sword and Shield. So I, I didn't. I wasn't really competitive with Sword and Shield. So a lot yeah, of my we, competitive we, teams are still in um Aura or Sun and Moon. In, when we competed in the league, it was with Sword and Shield. Um, there's a question in the chat saying, "Did any of y'all play Digimon Survive?" Yo, shout out to bro Taiji. Um, I haven't bought it yet. I was letting it sit for a week. I get paid this week, so I've not seen bad reviews. So I, I'm Same, hoping I to play it. I'm hoping to play it. Um, definitely a big Digimon fan as well. So same. I did beta test that Gundam game, and I was not as impressed as I wanted to be. But it might be because I had high expectations. I'm talking about you. Talking about the uh, the one that's like Overwatch. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't played it yet, but a lot of people said it was fun. It's fun. I just had, I wanted more from it. I wanted so much more from it is what it was. Yeah. I'm telling you, those games will not be good until we're inside the game, like a VR, like some type of yeah. SAO. That's when I like, that's when you will get my money. If you tell me a whole headset that will get me into the game and I'm a Gundam, a Titan, like a whole part of the actual game and it, 
if the headset costs six hundred thousand, I will pay for it because you're telling me I can actually, you know, be the black swordsman character and kick your ass because I have the broken cheat codes because as a beta tester, fuck yes. You trying to be a beater? And that's when you, that's when this you man wants yeah. to be a beater. That's crazy. I want to beat these little kids ass up in these mm-hmm. games. I want the <laughs> hell yeah. I I want nah. because like I wouldn't I wouldn't enlist in the military. Um, but I, if if I could be a Gundam pilot, I, I would yeah. I would enlist in the military. <laughs> as long as they don't give you a fodder, mech. Yeah, exactly. Just put hey, me in specifically, the can I get in a Gundam specifically? Right, specifically, not a mobile suit, a gun. Not a mobile suit, a Gundam. Like, not not a worker suit. The paperwork. A Gundam, yeah. Or or kaiju works too. You know, you know, just be like our boy kaiju number eight. You know, just be mm-hmm. the whole. You are you are the mecha itself. No, absolutely not. <laughs> hey, I don't mind. I don't mind giving my body, my soul to a casualty just to have extra power and just to save, you know, you know, save Japan. That's it. Oh, yo, shout out to y'all talking about Studio Maho being there with your studio, but y'all also had had a had a representative um hosting a panel uh as well for DreamCon. So it was it was a lot of representation out there. Um so once again, shout out to y'all, hats off to y'all, flowers to y'all. Also shout out to everybody in this chat. You know, we've been we've been cutting up in the chat. That's why y'all keep seeing me looking down and being distracted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It was it was an honor to have you guys on. Like like always, you guys are an inspiration. Like it's always very intimidating to think about creating your own stories and putting it out there. And again, you guys are inspiring. You're putting your own stuff out there. You're making your own studio. You're doing the things yourself. So keep doing what you're doing. You're inspiring people. You're inspiring me. So I appreciate you guys being here and can't wait to see where Studio Maho goes in the future. And just like Ken said, um, I want to add to that. You guys are passionate and you guys are driven. You, you guys, like Ken said, with the metaphor, you, you guys break down the walls and you guys don't stop. And that's the most beautiful thing because, like I said, I could have given up the past two days on, on a little small thing, but you trying to give up is very easy. Anybody could give up, but you to actually move forward and continue and not giving up, being told don't do it, you cannot do it, or saying, or being told by Viz, hey, you gotta fix this, you gotta do this. But then you guys did not let that shake you. Hey, okay, cool, it shake you a bit, but guess what? You guys came back stronger and move forward, and that's what I love to hear from you guys. And I can't wait to have you guys again in five months, three months, four eventing. Come back in October where you guys, you know, talk about God Punch Four. And also talk about maybe some seasonal anime. So we could you do know. That. Oh yeah, we could definitely do that, man. Thank y'all again for having us. It's an yes, honor. thank you. It's uh-huh. always a it's always a pleasure. And the sh- the floor is yours. Promote, speak. What what you guys want to say? Last thoughts and see where you guys see where the good people could find you as well. Yeah. Um. As always, you know. Twitter, um, Studio Maho, IG, official Studio Maho, um, website, www.studiomaho.com. That's M-A-H-O. Um, as for me, you can find me on Twitter, IG, Honorable Gumbo. Um, thank y'all so much for having us. Thank y'all for supporting us. Thank y'all for believing in us. Um, thank you for your platform. Um, that's, that's the most important thing, man. Um, never ask for money. All I ask for is your voice. Um, 
everything else gonna fall into place, you know. All I ever wanted was an opportunity to be put in some rooms. And I thank, you know, you so much for giving us that chance. So always humble, we'll forever come back, we'll forever do anything I can to help y'all in any way we possibly can. Just thank you so much. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Kokujin Creates on Instagram, K-O-K-U-J-I-N Creates, but with a K. Um, that's Instagram. And then Twitter is Yin underscore designs. Yeah, I mean, we got big things coming. You, you guys you guys haven't seen nothing yet, honestly. Um, the stuff we can't even talk about that uh, we might get, get, get into a little bit off camera. But, um, yeah, that, that's... It's it's exciting times for Studio Maho. This is this is only the beginning. So, Ken, how about you? It's a pleasure to have you here as the first time. I hope you enjoyed us. You know, being with us here. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and IG, uh, Matt Cannon, M A C K A N N O N. Man, it was a pleasure, man. You know, uh, hopefully you have me back on here. Love your platform, your voice out here. Keep spreading the word. Keep, you know, doing y'all thing, and we're going to keep doing ours. Uh, like I said, official uh, Studio Maho on IG, uh, Studio Maho on Twitter, and just keep on looking things to come. I know y'all got big things to come, too, so let's get it. James, Kendall, give us your plugs as well so we can head out and talk about people not knowing stuff that they cannot know about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys can follow me all over social media at JB Exclusive. Uh, you want to find all of my content, go to KefaForSpoilers.com. Uh, we just wrote an article talking about the top 10 best so bad they're good movies. So check that out. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, Chris Conkling is releasing a new article on Friday uh, breaking down everything that happened in the MCU Phase 4. Like I mentioned in the beginning on Villains um, on 8 o'clock Friday night. We'll be talking about all of the Warner Discovery news, all of the news that came up about DC and Marvel this coming week. So it's going to be a fun time on this Friday show. Check us out over there. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Kenny, the other Ken on the, on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me at Kendall X Anime, or actually, I need to stop doing that. Y'all can follow me at Kendall Grant VA on Twitter. My link three should be in the bio and if it's not i'm gonna fix that right now while i'm talking about it um but yeah you can follow me there everywhere i stream on tuesdays on my bro black Arts channel uh we cover tft i'm actually gonna be adding some more stuff and since since people say they're gonna be doing some some pokemon streams i might have to to get up on there and do some training and grinding so i could Yo. prepare you know prepare <laughs> myself if you, you, um, if you ever want to battle hey, i got you i got you but yeah, we we like I said, also you know follow the conquer movement. Um, we got that that Zeno Robertson interview. Like I said, I'm keep telling everybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying it until I see like ten thousand views on it. I just need everybody to watch that video because it it really is a, a conversation that everybody needs to hear. And then we've got more videos in the works. Um, we got more interviews. There's a lot of interviews. We went from Sunday having like one interview on DreamCon to like. Like I said, we we pulled Yende into a room. We ended up turning around. That's how we ended up bumping into Zeno, like right after doing a Yende them. Uh, so shout out to everybody that gave us a chance to um hear and and be a part of their story and their journey. So thank y'all so much for that. With that being said, guys, I am your host, Legendary Vash, and I appreciate for everyone watching and listening to wherever you did, YouTube, the podcast feed. I appreciate for everyone 
liking, subscribing, commenting to the live stream or to the VOD. And also a big shout out to our boy, Steve. He just put out his cover art for his manga as well. And also yes. to our boy, LSF as well, <clears throat> to also be relaunching Shade of Red. Um, life gets in the way, but I'm happy that you're back on your feet and you're relaunching Shade of Red. And Steve, we can't wait to have you on and hear more about your series payback. So continue on, make these series, and move forward. Like these guys said, break down these walls, make your content. And we appreciate you guys, everyone, being here and listening. And we'll see you guys next week on the next one.